This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 173 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Dr. Nancy Goodwin. Now, she is the founder of Inside Out Medical Spa and Goodwin Medical Center. Listeners, you are in for a treat. Dr. Goodwin, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for finding the time. I, I, I've been waiting for this, waiting for this all day today. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And we've been waiting for you. And, and, uh, so let's start. I I know there's a bit of a story here. Let's start. You want to start with, uh, Goodwin Medical Center and then we can weave our way over to the med spa. Absolutely. So, okay. So a little bit about myself. I am an internal medicine physician and also an emergency medicine physician. And so I did my training in Michigan and I did a five-year residency. Um, So that kind of prepared me to be able to do exactly what I'm doing now. I had been planning to uh, work in the emergency room initially, and then over some period of time, work into opening my own practice. So we moved here about five years ago now, and I was working at NCH as a ER uh, provider there full time. And my husband, uh, who is a lawyer, and you've talked to him in the past already, opened his practice initially. So uh, after we were a little bit more established, I was able to also fulfill my dreams of opening my own practice as well. So tomorrow actually makes exactly two years since we opened our doors to Goodwin Medical. And uh, what I provide is very um, personalized care to patients in a broader range than just internal medicine. So I can do a lot of the urgent care things that they may need. So my patients can come to me uh, who are my you know private patients. They can come into me for chronic conditions, but they can also call me up and say, I have a laceration that I, you know, I just fell, I scratched my leg. Can you take care of it? And I can say, sure, come on in. I can suture it right up. So it's nice in that that's a little bit different than regular internal medicine docs. I can offer a lot more. Just uh, just wonderful to be able to do the, the things I like from moving from the ER and all the busyness and the codes and that um, high energy things to then actually doing things in my office where you're you know, getting to know your patients now more more than just seeing them one time in the ER. So uh, Goodwin Medical Center, we uh, we do concierge medicine and we also do uh, Medicare and, and private uh, insurance. So I kind of cater the care based on what the patient really needs and wants. So, so far we've been here for about two years and it's been going very well. Like, like I said, tomorrow we make exactly two years and it's been going very well. We're over on the east side of Naples in the growing community of uh, the corner of Collier and 41. And I'll tell you, I've been having a great time. My patients for the most part are wonderful. They teach me something every day. I learn more from my patients sometimes than I probably teach them. These guys are energetic. Uh, I I have so many patients that are, you know, 60, 70. I just had my 94 year old come in today doing great, doing great, barely on any medications and just active and just such an encouraging encouragement for me as a provider to to continue to you know see that good health uh, really pays off. Meaning, uh, taking care of yourself, staying active, uh, eating better, those things really pay off. And I really do believe that less is more. So I don't like to push patients to take a lot of medications. I encourage them just. Stay active. I mean, this is what my 94 year old tells me and I know it works. So we believe in that. You know, I, I obviously we, we do medicine the way it is. It's standard of care. So we will still do 
provide the care that that is expected of us but i do also like a little bit more of the alternative styles where i don't want patients taking more than what they need if they have alternative uh treatments for it so that's what we do so so in addition to caring for my patient what we call the inside of them right their their uh -huh. illnesses we then um started kind of getting involved with the aesthetic side of things where we thought well gosh i have so many patients that are doing so wonderful and i know that when we take care of ourselves on our outside we feel so much better in our inside as well so i came up with the next idea of inside out med spa and so then this year in February, along with my colleague, we opened up um, the Aesthetic Medical Center, which is essentially next door to where we're at. And that kind of addresses now like my girls who are really taking care of themselves and they just want to do a couple things to just continue to look younger and feel great on their outside. And so we kind of started doing a lot of the things that a lot of people are doing nowadays. It's kind of you know, aesthetic medicine, which we're talking about, you know, anti-aging therapy, non-surgical, it's becoming very trendy and, uh, and it's becoming more accepted. So mm -hmm. I becoming a woman of 43 years old at this point in my life, I started realizing that things do change for us and there's nothing wrong with us opening our mind and accepting that there are new treatments for these things. And why would we not consider those? So that's kind of how I got into the uh, other side of my practice. So basically at this point, we have a, um, a full medical center that can address the majority of patients' needs in addition to more than what most internal medicine docs can do because of my emergency experience. And then now I'm also incorporating the aesthetic side of things, which also does a lot of things that are um, newer, more... Um, um, state-of-the-art i guess um we do things from like you know hydrofacials which is like the best facial you can get to you know fillers and you know yeah. anti you know uh, wrinkling medications if i will um just so everybody kind of understands what i'm saying and just um treatments to help restore your skin and your glow and i think the combination of all of that really keeps patients just happier and really that's probably the most important thing for me uh, i tell them all the time and I'm, am i talking too much you've got a lot to cover you've got two businesses here i know i know i'm sorry <laughs> i'm a big proponent i'm a big proponent of we we have we have a reason for for living right and we all need to we all should i guess should be the right word to find that reason what is it that makes you happy and let's let's do that you know but I, but you know, by by really catering, what is what is it that makes you happy? Really takes people to the next level. Oh, I lost it here. Let me see. Well, you know, I I love the concept of what you said earlier, inside out. You know, and and taking care of yourself and and getting to ninety four where you're still active and vibrant. I mean. We all want that. And it's little things that add up over time. I call it the compound effect, right? And then there's the outside part that, and again, you, you nailed it. It's, it's, boy, if I look better, I feel better. I'm happier. The people around me are happier. My mood's more positive. You know, it changes everything. So everything. Yes. why why wouldn't we? Who wouldn't want, want that, right? Give me some of that. Right. Yeah. You got it. That's right. And, the, and, and you know, honestly, it's, it's so fascinating because... 
I have learned, even though I went through medical training and I did training for so long, but I learned, I learned something new from my patients on a daily basis. And it's so lovely because it makes me realize that this is a two-way street. My patients are educated and they, and, and they have something to bring to me that I can then take to my next patient. And I tell that to them all the time. I said, you know, I just learned that from my last patient. I got to tell you this. This is what she said. And I think it, you know, so it's, it's so wonderful because it, it just, it's like a, a rotating door and it makes our, our job just fascinating and, and very uh, interesting and just fun to do. Taking care of people sometimes, you know, in their harder, in the harder times is, is hard for all of us, yeah. but then also seeing the side of them when they're happy and they're, in a, in a, in a state of mood where you're not talking about illnesses, you're talking about improvements of something else. It, it just, it's a nice spectrum to, to be with them, you know? So I share all these things with my patients from the more difficult things that I have to address with them, whether I have to give them a diagnosis of cancer or we're talking about that treatment that she really loved and how her husband really noticed it. So I, I get a nice spectrum of all the things that I truly enjoy and the reasons why I went into medicine in the first place, really. So yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, you strike me, Dr. Goodwin, who's someone who's very engaged and interested in the lives of your patients. And uh, again, that's, uh, you know, in, in a world where medicine can be so, you know, take your number and you, you get so many minutes in this managed healthcare world. Uh, I think that's so, so important. Yeah. You know, to be able to get to get to know your doc on a personal basis and them obviously to know you. You know, we, we truly try to work hard on that where because I am a solo practitioner at this time and I work for myself, I am able to cater my time a little bit better the way I would want to be catered to. So yeah. we try really hard not to have to, you know, do factory work here, yeah. if you understand what I'm saying. So, oh yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah. So, so why... Why the medical path? What got you into the medical world? You know, <laughs> that's a long story. But so my father's a physician. My brother is also a physician. And funny, when I was growing up, obviously, science and math was always like, uh, you know, you should be really good on that. Make sure you're doing, you know, so that was pushed on me early on. And for a while, I fought it. I, I told my dad, I don't think I'm going to do the same thing you're doing, dad. I want to do something else. Maybe I want to do interior design. Maybe I... But I realized that when I actually started high school, um, I was really good at science. I was really good at all these things that he would, you know, emphasize. And I and I would, I it was almost like I was trying to reject it because I didn't want to do the same thing. But yeah. I realized that same thing when I started college. Initially, my first couple years, I went in undecided. And uh, but I realized that when I did my anatomy class, it was like fascinating to me, and yeah. I loved it, and I was so good at it. So. It just came very naturally. Yeah. Um, so now I, I I find like I have some hobbies, but I I do truly love what I what I do, and it's hard at times. You know, medicine has evolved so much where it's just difficult to practice a little bit at times now. But when you when you really are fascinated by the underlying disease process or the prevention process, which I feel that that's more where we're going into, and being a DO that's really more what they train us to be is you don't want to just treat the disease. You want to start trying to prevent it and seeing what's the underlying issue that's going to, you know, stop it from occurring. So 
for me, that's definitely how it all kind of evolved. I just, you know, I think in the end, most of us, not everybody, but most of us have that inner calling of what makes you happy and, and passionate about what you do, you know, whether it's, you know, marketing or, or business or law. I think we have that inner calling at some point, you know? Yep. Yep. No, you're dead on. So how about any myths that you hear maybe on a regular basis or occasionally uh, in the medical world that you can dispel for our listeners? Hmm. Let me see. Uh, that being outside in the cold weather will make you catch a virus. That might be <laughs> one. Now I can say that there may be some sort of underlying thing that being outside in the cold weather or getting rained on will make you get a virus, get make you get a cold. But uh, for the most part, colds are caused by viruses. So uh, maybe that's a myth that a lot of people think. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, it's raining outside. Don't go outside. You're gonna get a cold. Um, that's not necessarily the case. All right, all right. I don't know. Is it a good one? <laughs> That's good. I don't need an umbrella anymore if I'm concerned about getting a cold. <laughs> when you're growing up, your mom would always say, don't go outside. It's raining. You're going to catch a cold. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, in the back of your mind, that's that's been playing for now 50 years in the back of my head. Right? So, yeah. Thank well. you. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, a kind of side question that yeah. you know, I, I noticed, uh, you know, so, so you also – um, focus kind of on the emergency room. I don't know what the right terminology is. I mean, that's yeah, emergency room, yeah. what, what drew you to that? Well, I also like the action. I like the adrenaline. Mm -hmm. The emergency room is really a lot of fun in the sense that you do get a variety of different. So, okay, let me backtrack. When I started my rotations, I ended up really liking a lot of the things that I would 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 rotate through. So I liked OB-GYN, then I liked the ER, then I liked GI. And I realized, man, I really, except for surgery, I never really cared for surgery, to be quite honest. But mm -hmm. I, liked, I liked everything. So when you start, when you, when you go into something like emergency and internal medicine, you get a little bit of everything. So in the emergency, you pretty much are a, you're a generalist because you have to be able to take care of that urological emergency. You have to take care of the gynecological emergency. You, you got to be able to take care of cardiac emergency. So you really get a little bit of everything. So it makes it very dynamic and just more exciting. And I found that that's, that was something that was different about me that I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the patient care and getting to connect with my patient, but I also enjoyed that fast paced, high adrenaline, you know, boom, boom, boom kind of thing. And so it, it's exciting. It really is. And you know, it's hard after a while. Emergency room can be hard after, you know, you're doing a lot of long shifts. You're, you're seeing, you don't, you can't predict if you're going to see 15 patients or 30 that day. Um, so it's hard uh, over time, but I would say that most emergency room physicians can say that it is an exciting job. We always have, we always have stories. I mean, it's exactly what sometimes you may see on TV. They might make it a little bit more, but we always say we can't make this stuff up. We just can't make this stuff up. And it's just interesting. You know, you, you see people from all over and, yeah. and people yeah. that you're, you're just like, I could not believe I just saw that. It's a different it's a different form of medicine. You know, it's like medicine on steroids, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Well, you, know, yeah. you form bonds with your colleagues, you help each other out through the difficult traumas and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something I will always continue to do. 
as a part time for me right now because I, I did get involved with more than what I was anticipated to do. But uh, I, I like the fact that I can do it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super mom. Super woman. Well, you know how it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have so much to give and, and you don't hesitate to just give it. No, it, 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 it does. It, again, when I'm in the ER and I, and I have a, a code, you're in it, you are giving orders, the team is working with you, you are putting in central lines, you're incubating the person. It's, it's a lot that goes on. It's, it's stressful, um, but it's also really exciting when you bring them back, when you, you know, I mean, there's a lot of sad moments, obviously, um, but it's very rewarding. You know, it's, it's definitely very rewarding. So the other side, what are you doing when you're not doing all the stuff that you're doing professionally? What are yeah. you doing for fun? Well, well, as you, uh, well, I don't know if we already talked about it, but you know, I'm married to um, a wonderful man who is a lot of fun, just like his wife. <laughs> you know, I, so I have a wonderful husband and I have two small boys and, you know, we are at the point in our life where we both were young and we were very social growing up and we had a lot of friends and we did a lot of the young person things. So now we are very involved in uh, doing a lot of things as a family. We're always coming up with something to do. For example, um, we're going to Disney again this weekend because I, we went a couple weeks back and the three-year-old didn't get to see Mickey Mouse. So we're trying to see if we can catch Mickey Mouse somewhere. But um, we're always doing things with our children. Yeah. We we go on, on on just weekends, bike riding around the neighborhood or um, walks, um, playing in our pool. Um, I don't know. We just do a lot of a lot of family bonding. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I try to run. I, I was doing some, uh, you know, I do runs for like research and for like my associations and stuff like that to stay active and to stay involved. But honestly, the majority of my time, if, if I'm not working, I'm with my family. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Kind of boring, I know, but you know. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what it's all about, as you know. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I really don't want to, I feel it. Uh, Matt and I both feel like we, we do work a lot, but I don't want to miss out on my children's, you know, youth, especially the, the, you know, the years where they're three or five. I mean, I love those years. Those are my, by far my favorite. So I, I try to get everything I can while I have them, you know? Um, and then, you know, we, we do, they were doing soccer, they were doing jujitsu. So we try to do things with them in that sense. Yeah. As well, right now our life is really involved in work and children. Yeah, that's uh, about 23.99 hours of the day. So, uh, <laughs> most people are, you know, in the same. Yeah. So, so how about a, a hardship that comes to mind, something that maybe you've been through personal, professional, that you now can look back and say, hey, wasn't fun, but because of that, I'm in a better place or I'm stronger. Anything come to mind? I can't tell you with all honesty that I have had something severely hard happen um, that at this point I'm, I'm going to knock on wood. Um, my family for the most part is all alive. You know, my immediate family, um, we are all relatively healthy and um, the struggles we've had have been, I think, normal struggles of going through school and residency and um, 
finding time to do everything and feeling overwhelmed with projects and things. But I can honestly say, and I, I guess I get a knock on wood that we haven't necessarily had. Okay, well, maybe I should take that back. Okay, I'm gonna take that back. I would say the the hardest thing in my life was um, my parents breakup. I'm gonna say that. So a little bit quickly, because I know we don't have that much time. Um, so I was born in Cuba. My father is a, uh, a he he's a physician in Cuba, or he was, he was a physician in Cuba, was married to my mom. We were three children. And um, there came a time where he wanted us to leave Cuba because he wanted us to have a better future. So at that time, um, they had allowed everybody to leave together as a family. And probably a few days before that time came, they said my dad couldn't leave. It could only be the mom with the children. So my dad, and this is a communist, you know, yeah. so they kept him and they said that he would be allowed to come a year later. Mm -hmm. Well, I left when I was three, my brother was seven, my sister was six. And um, we didn't really see our father again until 10 years later. Wow. So within that decade, um, my parents' relationship unfortunately had a lot of difficulties and uh, was destroyed. And so there was a lot of drama, I guess, in that aspect growing up with all of that. And then seeing my father return finally, and but my parents at this point are divorced. And so the struggles that we had um, growing up, I think, have shaped who I became. Um, my father had to redo a lot of his schooling here and, you know, it was just difficult. So I think that hard work of watching him do as much as he could kind of moved on to me and, and my siblings, you know, my brother is a, a physician as well in St. Petersburg, very successful as well. And just, we just all became very hardworking by watching the struggles that we had to do in order to come to this country to, to have a better life. Hmm. But it destroyed our family. So yeah. that that would probably be the, the most difficult thing that I've experienced in my life. Yeah. So, Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. But at this point, you know, we all have a story, which I just forgot about that one. Um, but as a adult, uh, I think that I've, because of what we learn as children, I have, I have, been able to make better decisions for myself and, you know, with, um, with my relationship as well, my, you know, my marriage, um, it has, it has definitely prepared us for being mm. better parents, better, better husband and wife, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but aside from that, I think uh, everything else has gone pretty well. So not. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So how about if you could share one thing about your business there, what would that be? My business is a, it's a small practice, but it's a practice uh, full of, of love and uh, understanding. And we strive really hard to provide the care that I would want my parents to have. We are a group of really uh, close staff. My, my staff and I are, are, we are, you know, we just, we, we work very well together. It's very much harmony here. Patients, for the most part, they, they love coming here. It's, you know, we have, it's quiet. I don't normally have, you know, a, a, a lobby full of people. Um, so we are very dedicated to staying on track, staying on time, making sure that the patient is well taken care of, making sure that we've addressed all their concerns and issues and that we're on top of all of their needs. I don't foresee ourselves being a huge practice is not really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for giving quality care. 
And so that's kind of where I would say Goodwin Medical stands. For our listeners, I'm sure they want to learn more. Where should we send them? So our practice is located, uh, you want the actual address? So it's um, yeah. the corner of essentially Collier and 41, and the address is 12260 Tamiami Trail East, and the unit is 102. Um, we're basically across from Laley, and there's a lot of communities in the area, Treviso Bay and the Isles, they're right by us. And then uh, the website, let's see, it's goodwinmedcenter.com. Yeah, and the uh, spa is just next door. So if you want to come check us out, we can just walk you right next door and you can see the spa as well. Get the full inside out treatment. Full inside out. That's exactly what, what it's supposed <laughs> to be about. Treat, treatment treatment as a whole, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, Dr. Goodwin, it's been a, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to maybe further talks. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.